Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, Newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at Newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. There were two more murders 15 miles well, away. Arrived, the found the telephone we have and a electricity line here described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Cup of murder. As we have come to learn, many of the men and women in these stories suffer from various mental illnesses. What if they got the proper help early in life? Would that change things? Would it stop them from becoming the serial or spree killers? On September 22, 1980, a man took his first victim. A man who, just 14 days before his killing spree began, attempted and failed to get help for his paranoid schizophrenia. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Joseph Gerard Christopher was born on July 26, 1955, and by all accounts had a fairly normal childhood. It wasn't until he was in his early 20s that he noticed his mental health was slipping. Even admitting himself into the Buffalo Psychiatric Center in September of 1980, he suffered from paranoid schizophrenia and was reaching out for help. Unfortunately, due to downsizing, he was told he was not a danger to himself or others and was not admitted. Officials recommended counseling and therapy, something he would never receive because just 14 days later, on September 22, 1980, he began a killing spree that earned him the nickname the 22 caliber killer. It was on that day in September that he took not just his first victim, 14-year-old Glenn Dunn, but three other black men's lives in the span of 36 hours, all of which he shot with a 22 caliber gun in a sniper style and witnesses described him as a white youth. Things escalated from there when, on October 8th, 
A 71-year-old taxi driver named Parler Edwards was found in the trunk of his car, his heart cut out, and taken from the scene. The next day, another cab driver, Ernest Jones, was found beside the Niagara River, his heart had been ripped from his chest, and his cab found three miles away. At this point, the local black community was in a state of panic when a man who was recuperating in the hospital from an illness was threatened and almost strangled to death by a stranger at his bedside, only to be saved by the arrival of his nurse. His description of his attacker roughly matched the man who they were calling the 22 caliber killer. Around this time, Joseph Christopher joined the U.S. Army and was stationed in Fort Benning. With his relocation came a change in his victim's locations. Soon, he was given a Christmas furlough and arrived in Manhattan on December 20th. On the 22nd, he committed four more murders. And while his victim's race stayed the same, this time he stabbed his victims and earned the name Midtown Slasher. He then returned to Buffalo, stabbed another man on the 29th, and then a second in Rochester on the 30th, before returning to Fort Benning in January. Finally, his attack on a fellow soldier on January 1st became his downfall. The man survived the attack, and Joseph Christopher was placed in the fort's stockade, where he attempted suicide and sent to a psychiatrist where he claimed he, quote, had to kill blacks, and bragged about his involvement in the other murders. A later search of his former residence turned up 22 caliber ammunition, a gun barrel, two sawn-off rifles, as well as a bus ticket that put him in the area of the murders in Manhattan. Four days after his suicide attempt, on May 6, 1981, Joseph was charged with three of the local murders and later a fourth, plus the stabbings he committed in the Buffalo area. He was later indicted for the murders in New York City. During his trial, he refused the counsel of his lawyers and decided to represent himself. He was found guilty and sentenced to 60 years in prison, but it was quickly overturned because the trial judge had barred the defense from presenting expert psychiatric testimony about Joseph's ability to stand trial. He was found competent and was retried in 1985 where, this time, he was sentenced to life imprisonment. While in prison, he claimed he killed 13 black men during his reign of terror. He died in prison on March 1st, 1993, from a rare form of male breast cancer. He was only 37 years old at the time of his death. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on September 23rd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy-to-listen-to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.